You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to a good scare. Broadcasting live from an airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley, bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your Only in Oklahoma show. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing the Halloween Bonanza in Muskogee, Oklahoma, and later in the show, tax cuts coming to Oklahoma. Tax breaks? you got to be kidding me. I'm Brett. And I am Harley. Well, you know, it's... I know. It's a trope we can't avoid. No, we can't avoid it. You didn't going to say it's that time of year again? Tis the season. That's Christmas. I'm going to smack you. It's Oklatober. It is Oklatober, but it is not that time of it's year again. It's spooky season. It's not that time of the day. It's not what that is time it? of the year. It's, you, is it spooky season? We banned those words. I, there is a list of words that we've banned. And they need to be on the board. They, we need a board. We need a jar that we put money. Well, no, we don't. I'll put future dollars <laughs> into oh, a jar. Speaking of future dollars, yeah. since that was invented with my son. It was. I do owe your son a lot of a future dollars. A bajillion future dollars. Well, I'll tell you what. When we start getting there and hit beating the street and knocking on doors to scrape up some of them current dollars... I will make good on all of the future dollars. I don't know what the I don't know what the <laughs> equation for future dollars versus actual currency, but it probably Listen, looks like one of those NFTs. When I started the future dollars conversation with my five year old son, five year old son, inflation, also the the what's a dollar worth these days? I don't know, but that was I'm going to say twelve years ago. My son is seventeen okay, now. Well, broke his foot today. I'll give him and a okay. I'm gonna bet that your future dollars promised twelve years ago yeah. will not cover the emergency Probably room visit not. from today. How about an NFT created in his <laughs> honor? How's that? With futuristic dollars. <laughs> well, anyway, let's stop talking about future dollars and we'll let's talk Let's stop talking about spooky events like paying hospital bills. That's scary. And talk about something that is equally scary. Right. Some spooky happenings in the yes. town of Muskogee, Oklahoma. Do you know what's scarier than a bill collector? A bone collector. <laughs> and apparently Charles Crawford at the Fight Estate in Muskogee had like a, I don't know, a pioneer Frankenstein doctor that lived in his house. So he's probably got the ghost of a bone collector in his house. Probably. And I think we cover that in the interview. In, in the interview. And we also get to talk to the folks over at the Rocket Dawn uh, Airbnb. They're doing a little something. I say we just jump into the interview. Let's do it. Well, Oklatober continues with tons of events across the state. And here to talk about the Halloween Bonanza coming up in Muskogee is the Rocket Dawn crew and uh, Charles Crawford with the Fight Estate. No, with the Fight Estate. Welcome to the show. Hey, Yay. Hey! we finally made it, even after scheduling conflicts. So you all have got a pretty cool thing coming up towards the end of the month, around about October 20th, the Halloween Bonanza. I don't know who wants to go first, but tell us a little bit about what's going on and what, what your plans are moving forward. We happen to be neighbors. I purchased the Fight Estate, and then upon purchasing it, uh, within two weeks, I was told by pretty much every member in town that I was going to have competition right across the street. And when uh, Rocco and Don 
were moving in kind of looked at each other from each other's houses and then kind of made each other halfway in the street and both waited for each other to come over and everything just clicked immediately and we decided to start doing events together. Well, and if you can't beat them, join them, right? <laughs> right. Before we get too far into the weeds on the Halloween Bonanza, can you guys kind of tell us how and why you both decided to buy creepy-looking mansions in Muskogee, Oklahoma? Well, we always thought they were haunted. Ah, so. uh, <laughs> see? Yeah, that's a great selling point. It, it really is. Yeah, what better thing to do is to, to buy a house that looks like it's haunted, you know, capitalize on that. Also help the community. Well, you know, it's one thing to look at it and think it's haunted. And I, when I look at a house, I go, man, I w- it just looks haunted. I would move in, you know, when people post those pictures to say, for $1,000, would you stay here all night? I'd stay there for for free. I mean, I, re- I, I love the idea of being in a place that that's kind of haunted. With that being said, you, you both have historical landmark locations. Can you say that you haven't or have experienced at least something? I mean, it looks haunted. Well, with the rocket dot, we had someone stay here, and I was have been told I sleepwalk or sleep eat. Oh. <laughs> and one of the doors has to be open, and I know I didn't try to open this door to actually Dawn's best friend. And I was like, no, maybe that wasn't me. That wasn't me. So maybe. And then as far as, you know, the fight stayed across the street, it uh can get creepy at times. I'm going to have a confession here. Okay. And something called Rocco yet is I was on the third floor making one of the beds. He usually, he helps me out. So it's it's not much to think, you know, all right, he's, he's up on the third floor to help me. Mm-hmm. And I round to ask him to help me make the bed and there's no one there. And you know that feeling? Oh, yeah. Like there's watching you? Yeah. And uh, I just figured, you know, Rocco's going to think I'm crazy. So I didn't mention anything. And then there's... Oh, been- my God, this is an okay verse. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, telling you. I don't want you to think I'm crazy. <laughs> and we were all outside and we go to go inside the house and the door was locked. That's actually happened to us twice where we got locked out of the house. Another time, I was the only one that had, I was the last one in the house, I guess I should say. And I had walked back in and there's water running. And in a house this size, you don't know where it's at. You you can kind of tell it's on the first floor, but you don't, you know, you've got two kitchens, you've got three bathrooms, you've got, a, you know, tons mm-hmm. of running water parts. I'm looking throughout the house and I, I find it. And the bathroom, the sink was full, turned on full, like just running. Jeez. Like, what in the world? So I asked Rocco, I asked her kid, no one's turned it on, no one knows anything about it, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Charles, how about you? When I first bought the fire estate, there was an issue with the fact that it was an abandoned children's hospital. Oh. <laughs> originally built to be the, the governor's mansion, built by uh, Dr. Fite, F-I-T-E. Real doctor, but like a Civil War doctor, like the kind that operate in the back of the barbershop. Right. <laughs> yeah. Use barbershop tools. Oh, my And goodness. he actually did become accredited and came over to Oklahoma to, to treat the indigenous population. That was the, you know, kind of the backstory for the for the building of the, of the mansion is that uh, he wanted, wanted a place to treat indigenous children. So when uh, Muskogee didn't become the state capital, he and his two sons turned it into a children's hospital, which they they uh, they ran up until you know great great 
grandchildren were still were still running it, and they're all doctors. Mm. And the Children's Hospital closed in 1994. The building had been tossed around between investors that wanted to make it into a daycare to uh, you know all kinds of crazy ideas. It's actually inhabited by this lady that bought it sight unseen from Oregon and uh, traveled all the way to Oregon in a U-Haul trailer with her uh, eight and ten year old kid and showed up and found out that the place had been abandoned for the better part of 15 years at that point, 25 years at this point. Transients were living in the house. The house wasn't as pictured in the uh, website advertisements that they, they bought it off of. So they actually made a go at it and tried to live in it for about nine months. Then it's just been, they got a big scare from a, uh, quote, apparition. They left the house so quickly that they didn't even pack up any of their furniture. Clothes, photographs, mementos, bank statements, checkbooks, all all strewn across the house until I bought it. So whatever it is that, that frightened them, frightened them quite quite deeply. I've experienced quite a few things in the house. All the wiring has been stolen in the house over the past, you know, 20, 25 years. The plumbing, everything like that, everything that you could possibly think of that's unbolted or that is bolted could be pried off or stolen has been. So when I first bought the house, there was, there was absolutely no power, no running water, no heat, air conditioning. I met this guy that was formerly uh, or was at the time currently employed by the local casino as security officer. So I said, in your in your time off in the in the evenings, would you like to come over and help me uh, guard the estate until we get the security system up? Since we had no electricity, we actually first night we just had basically flashlights, which run out of battery after a while, as you know. The second night, I brought out tiki torches, and so uh, we've got uh, pictures and video of that where it's just uber creepy sitting in front of this big old mansion that's 118 years old with tiki torches set all around it so we could you know, have light to walk around the, the perimeter in it. And so there's just kind of an eerie ambiance with that. And then, uh, you know, came across several transients that were down in uh, the most incredible places, like 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 little holes and stuff like that, and little nooks and crannies and stuff like that. You'd find this bedding material, and there'd be a human in there sometimes. That was interesting. And then actually, uh, some of the tiki torches I have are actually of the lantern types. So we could actually carry them around again with the, the neat ambiance, just, you know, kind of like a flashback to when the house was built, you know, how they would actually, you know, carry lanterns and candles around. The gentleman's name is Big Mike. He's everything that you could possibly imagine. He is big. He is former football star from Muskogee High School. He was so frightened in one part of the house that he actually dropped the torch and just started running. And of course, I'm I'm filming it. It looks like the Blair Witch Project, like you know, remade on somebody's cell phone <laughs> of, of, of this big monster former uh, defensive lineman running for his apparent life through the mansion. And that's kind of the you know kind of the backdrop of like where I first took over. And then we've had oh, I don't know how many different ghost hunters. We're meeting with one tomorrow that is going to tour the house with all her Ghostbusters equipment and uh, <laughs> go for the, you know, the, the, the full hunting on the whole paranormal experience. And then I get at least one or two phone calls a week of somebody that wants to pitch a tent in the house and just and spend and spend the night and have an experience. 
that's been interesting. It seems like the qualifier on that every single time is that they have to be left alone all night long. Insurance company says no. I say yes. See who wins that battle. But, Rocket on uh, says that they can stay at our house. <laughs> it's, and watch this that sounds like a very unique business plan, having people sleep in tents yeah. in an old house. I, I guarantee if you did that, and didn't even serve breakfast and just let people camp in the house and trip through the hallways and and see ghosts and water apparitions or whatever you got, <laughs> I guarantee they would sleep on the floor. There are people that do that. There are people that would gladly stay in both of your homes right now. Two of them right here. Let's go. <laughs> so you guys have two really old properties in Muskogee that you are using as a jumping off point for bringing new life into Muskogee. And you have some some events coming up specifically this month. Can you tell us about the Halloween Bonanza and uh, what people will expect? Yeah, absolutely. So Rocket On, we are doing a murder mystery clue-themed room to room. So every experience will be different. Kind of like the clue game, you're going to pick your cards and you're going to go from rim to rim and find the clues. And at the end, there'll be a winner or a detective. We're going to award them a detective badge. We're excited about that. Can I, the- can I go yeah. ahead and put in my, my guess for who it's going to be? Colonel Mustard. No, I'm th- I'm thinking it's going to be the linebacker security guard with oh, the tiki torch. That's it'd be an interesting twist across it? the street. Yeah, the guy you wouldn't expect. The guy running security for the other for the other guy. I know. The competition. Yeah. Well, Big Mike is pretty verified that he will volunteer at our house as an actor, but not at Charles's house. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, he refuses to go back into the old operating theater or the crematorium. And yeah. I, I'm not operating theater. We have the, the, the gurneys, the lights. A lot of the uh, the old instruments from the 1920s, wheelchairs, and then uh, sample jars. Oh. I kid you, sample jars of uh, tumors or tissues and everything like that that have been removed. Are you serious? Uh, Is this real? I I can take you through the house right now and show you the the gurneys, the samples, everything. I'll be there. Listen, Charles, I'll be there in two and a half hours. No, but, you know, obviously having the murder mystery clue game going on at Rocket Dawn, Charles, you've got the, you've, you've got the, uh, haunted mansion over there. Like you said, you're going to have some, you guys are going to have your hands full. How do we choose which one? Do we get to, is it two times the fun or do we have to, we book one, we book the, I, tell, what, what's the plan here? It's two for one. So two for you buy. One. At either house, and you get a wristband, you get to go to both of our houses. We're literally next door to each other. The fight side, all the, the net proceeds will go towards the funding of the uh, the Christmas pageant. Oh, that's a different episode. Unless it's a nightmare before Christmas pageant. <laughs> Christmas pageant and like a, a, a Christmas light tour. Both houses are, are on multiple haunted house tours in Muskogee. Both houses will be uh, part of the uh, Christmas light tour and the festival thing, you know, complete with the fake Oklahoma snow, the blow-up Santas and the the blow-up Frosties and everything like that. I personally am a big fan of the Rankin-Bass Rudolph, so I'm going all out on the Rankin-Bass stuff. 
and something uh, Rocketon wants to do, which we haven't quite talked to Charles about it yet. We're waiting for this homecoming event to be over, is that we want to sponsor because we're from Florida. We don't have anyone here. We we have our small group of, you know, ten friends here. So we want to of course give back to the community and we were thinking about doing a community Thanksgiving. Absolutely. So Those are great ideas for sure. So if people and go ahead, go ahead. No, please finish. All right, that would no. be something more that's where we would be spending our money and of you know, of course we have higher bills than Charles does because we have A C in the house. sorry charles get it together man you also have pipes and electric wiring so right you don't have tiki torches for a front porch light come on charles seriously i just have a a kerosene bill and a uh, a small electric bill for a bunch of drop lights (laughs) you know there's still a law on the books in the state of oklahoma about the use of kerosene you might want to look that up but it's for like from the 1930s so good luck Well, y'all, if we want to find out more information about how to get tickets to events and how to stay the night and how to camp, apparently pitch a tent in Charles's house where there's no running water, how do we do that? Yeah, Rocket On is on Airbnb and VRBO. I'm working on a trip advisor right now. Actually, today I've been working on that. So that's the easiest way because you can just do it online. You don't have to deal with anyone in person. And Charles, what about you? Kind of the same. How do we how do we get how do we get in touch with uh, Charles Crawford and company? Each event has a Facebook site. Sure thing. Ultimately, the goal is to have more than two weeks worth of lead time to actually have a Facebook site that has a, that lasts more than uh, three weeks in total exposure. What is the Facebook page for the Halloween Bonanza? It is uh, redirect. <laughs> a redirect to the uh, the flyer and our phone numbers, and then uh, when we start, as soon as the homecoming event ends, the Facebook page is going to get giant. It'll have all the like pictures of us decorating, pictures of kids decorating, temp setups like it was the makeup artist, everything like that. This time with a little bit more lead time, we want to do like uh, with you guys and with with other entities something that kind of shows like the making of. If there's any interest whatsoever, then, you know, post-event wrap-up, celebration. and There's a lot that goes into, I mean, especially what I, I think what we really admire about your, your mission statement is bringing the community back in. And, it, you know, here we are, we got a couple from Florida that comes into the community, embraces the community, wants to help bring the community back to prominence. Yeah, sees the potential. Sees the potential. Partnering with a neighbor who's got a haunted house. I mean, you know what I mean? You guys have the haunted, the haunted HOA, uh, you know, <laughs> seriously. Like you could start your own homeowners association with people that do nothing but have poltergeist patio parties. Absolutely. You know, or have gremlin, have a gremlin garden party. But, uh, we really, seriously, we appreciate what you're doing. Uh, again, I mean, you know, what we focus on is what you all focus on. And that is, bridging the gaps in the community, bringing people closer together. You've got some great ideas. We can't wait to uh, talk to you about those as you guys move along, and we really appreciate you being on the show. Uh, Awesome, and thank you. Okay, so we do have shows scheduled individually for both. Yeah. For both the Rockadon and the Fight Estate. Yes, absolutely. And more than likely, we're going to have a couple of other event shows coming up in the near future, they've got a lot of stuff planned. A lot of stuff planned. I think there's probably going to be a 
a only an okay sleepover. Uh, we'll have a lock in and invite random listeners to come. And uh, I'm all in. I tell you what. What? I'll stay at the Rock of Dawn, and I'll stay. <laughs> I stay at the Haunted Mansion. Yes, dude. Well, you know what? I I have slept on the concrete outside. I've been nearly homeless. Uh, let's see. I mean, I was raised in the south side of Oklahoma City. <laughs> we didn't have central heat and air. I've done. I've lived. I've lived in basically a guest house of what the fight estate has to offer. Yeah, I I can see Dude, you killed see rats. I can see where you're going. Right. But I'm also going to say that the fact that there are still gurneys in the hallways. Oh, yeah, that's, pro- that's enough. You're good. You wouldn't last no, 27 right. seconds. You're probably right. Like as much as I would say I'd spend the night, how about I spend the day? Yeah, there'd be a creaky floorboard somewhere and you'd come out screaming. I would, I'm instead of dusk till dawn, I'm dawn till dusk. (laughs) (laughs) A well-lit dawn. (laughs) But if you want more information on the Rokadon Airbnb, the Fight Estate, or the Halloween Bonanza, I'm going to include links in the show notes, so head on over there, check them out, give them a like on Facebook, etc. And coming up after the break, are we getting a break? On our taxes... So, news story out of KFOR, Caroline Sellers. Uh-huh. Governor Stitt urges lawmakers to cut taxes during special session. No new taxes. Is that the same thing? I don't know. I actually think it's reverse like of reverse, that. Not, reverse. N- not right. no new taxes, but, but no more no taxes. No more taxes. So, Stitt was flanked by State Treasurer Todd Russ and the Speaker of the House, Charles McCall, in calling on the legislator legislature to deliver on the following agenda priorities. First, he wants a trigger law mandating that if a state or federal court finds that some individuals, due to their race, heritage, or political classification, don't have to pay a state tax, then no Oklahoman will have to pay that tax. That's big. That is massive. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure what what they're looking right, at that's right, making right, right. them come to this conclusion but what kind of but it, i'm gonna play the other side of that he's re, he's gunning for future votes we talked future dollars earlier he's really gunning for future votes yeah i think anybody that says hey oklahomans don't shouldn't pay taxes is you're trying to win everybody uh yeah but I'm, what's the catch that's the other part of that too there's yeah i always when i hear stuff like you get a car, you get a car, you get a car. They don't tell you you got to pay, you know, $12,000 in taxes on that. So the the other one of the other points is uh, of his speech here. He's asking for a tax cut that puts Oklahoma on the path to zero income taxes. He says this is going to keep us in line with surrounding Republican-led states. I just wonder on the path. You know, I'm 46. We're both creeping up on 50. Well, we- Will it be in our lifetime that we don't have any income tax? Well, we've been running a budget surplus for a long time. Right. And there are other ways for the state to raise money. You know, property taxes, the tribal and tourism tax, those things all make a huge difference. So I think the, the ask is that we become a zero sales tax state. Yeah. 
So then you would just be dealing with your local and county states and then the federal. Well, I think, if I'm not mistaken, isn't te- Texas free of, of uh, income tax? Yeah, I think most of Texas money comes from property taxes. Yeah. So, and again, I think there's going to be a lot of proponents for and a lot of opponents against. You just never, with politics, I don't know. It's going to, this is going to be a generalized statement. It's pretty simple, simplified, but I just don't, I don't trust the, the politics. Politics and economics don't, uh, the numbers don't always jive. Uh, the list of politicians that, that I respect is slash believe everything they say or most everything they say, probably very few. Well, and how many of them are dead? Uh, <laughs> I mean, Lincoln, oh, honest Abe, uh, you, you you can hang your hat on what Lincoln was going to say. We saw what happened to that guy. So, yeah. But the last part of his of his statement was that he wants a measure that increases budget transparency to ensure that Oklahoma's Oklahomans and their elected representatives have the ability and opportunity to see how their taxpayer dollars are being spent. I'm all for government yeah. transparency. Yeah, that was exactly what I was going to say. We don't we don't get near enough of that. Even when you do, it's like you've got to have a PhD in goofy ass math to even begin to understand it. Yeah, or have a a, a, a brother in law that's either a, a, an accountant or a, a lawyer or a senator or all three <laughs> or all three. Right. If you want to dive deeper into this story, we will include a link in the show notes. Well, in honor of Halloween, we have yet again another episode uh, in this. All special, you know, a month full of special edition episodes where, you know, we're we're doing some things that are a little bit different. We're tying some things together. We're making a theme. You know, when you this is the time when we really put it, would put our best foot forward and the right, production with, production with, goes up and yeah, with, with our feedback stinger that we've got yeah. not yet. Well, I'll t- list we, we have the ghost of. A feedback, feedback back. <laughs> <laughs> but we did it. We do have some feedback uh, on our show about the Guthrie Ghost Walk. Oh, cool. Some ideas from some of the listeners on other haunts in Oklahoma. Uh. Katie's Pies and more said a good haunt in Hera. Three words, zombie killing bus. Gimme. Yeah, I, I'm there. And Double tap. They said you can find my pies there, too. Well, we want to find. Tell me where we can find your pies here, so I don't have to. I don't want to kill zombies to get your pies. Uh, Veronica Tarl- Tarleton, yeah, said the old building at Central State Mental Hospital Dude. in Norman. Yeah, we talked about that with Provine. I'm telling you, it is one of the creepiest places. You know, it's just one of those places where you drive. If you drove by it, you immediately. There's nothing about it that's not unsettling. Mental hospitals in. They're scary to start with, yeah. but that building would be scary if it was a, a lollipop factory probably in the 20s, whatever year it was built. It's yeah. scary. It's, it just looks it, terrifying. It, there's got to be people buried on the grounds there. There has to. I don't know if there are people buried on the grounds or not, but I, and for legal reasons, I don't say, I don't know that we can say that, but I will say <laughs> it looks like it would be possible. Yeah, I'm going to have to swing through there soon. So Superstition FX ah. said that they believe Guthrie Haunts truly is haunted. Oh. So I... We've got an invite to Guthrie Haunts. I'm 
I may try to organize a group that can go with. If there's anyone out there that would like to go with the Only an Okay show to Guthrie Haunts, the best way to do that, reach out to us on our email. Absolutely. Only an okay show at gmail.com. Hit us up on Facebook. Find us everywhere. We'd love for you to come out there with us and have the time of your lives. That's stupid. You're going to keep it in there, though. You'll keep it in there. I know you'll just to make me look foolish. <laughs> well, this has been the only an okay show. I'm Harley. And I'm Brad. And we're out of here. <laughs> Peace. Uh, I did my best. I did my very best. <laughs> I don't know. Dos cervezas, por favor. I mean, I could probably get us to the next town, but that'd be, it'd be, be pushing it for sure. All right, gang. Is the, is the Scooby-Doo gang all, everybody all in one spot, ready to rock and roll? <laughs> you son of a bitch. I was talking about D-Day, man. Normandy. I freaking get beat up by a bunch of World War II veterans. So tell me about what it was like landing on the Omaha beach today. You should have been done, dang. It's over to listener feedback, okay. and I'll start throwing them at you. And we... Well, Oklahoma. Three, two, one. Well, Oklahoma. God darn it. Three, two, one. Well, Oklahoma. God dang it, man. Dude, I'm sorry. It's your burps and your slurps. Burps and slurps are your your <laughs> contribution to the show. That's your tagline. Uh, honestly, what? it really boils down to I don't start doing that until you've Flubs screwed six. up the intro like five times. Ah, three, two, one. No, because you start taking a drink. I can almost guarantee that'll be, yeah, that's, you know how many times that you've probably negated a gold freaking intro with your... You know how many times you've performed a gold freaking intro in the history of us doing podcasts? A few. Not one damn time. 2018 Podcast Award, People's Choice. I'm going to remind you of something. 2018, the beginning of 2018, is when you left the show and I had to carry this damn thing by myself. Uh. And then later that year... You came back I on up just conveniently in time, just in in time. time to accept the award. <laughs> I charged the podium yeah. like Kanye with ta- the Taylor Swift MTV award. All right. Three, two, one. Dude, stop. I'm waiting. Three, two, one. The Halloween Bonanza. Okay. Are we recording? We are recording. Check you later. <laughs> Oh my god. Seriously. I smell the rainbow. Okay, and there's go. no rain, man. Something, something. Let's go. All right. Three, two, one. Oakland's over. Continue. No, 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 no. Welcome to the show. We have to do the show. Gotcha. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Gotcha. Jeez. You done? <laughs> are you done? Three, two, one. <laughs> Three, two, one. Are you done? That's just BC powder. 
You remember BC powder? Yeah. Dude, that stuff works. I'm surprised they haven't outlawed it. Seriously. Whoa. Anyway, three, two, one. And welcome to the show today. God dang it. The day returns. The damn it. Three, two, one. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing, see? The day. The day. The day. The day. The, th- the three to two, well, one, the day. I'm going to shoot myself in the face with a bidet every time I say the day. I need a bidet. Three, two, one. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing the rock. Three, two, one.